0: First of all, let's talk about what kind it is.
1: First of all, it is um, Chateau Ste Michelle,
0: <gasps> local Le Rosé, Le Rosé uh,
1: from the Yakima Valley. Proud sponsor of the 146th <laughs> Kentucky Derby. Like <laughs> <laughs> okay, had to go there. Six.
0: You know, sometimes <laughs> when I say things like the numbers that I jack up the most are 50 and 15.
1: Like you stumble no, like, over
0: your words. So, like when I have a wait, client. Wait, 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 wait. So like when I have a client, I'm like, okay, you're gonna do intervals of like ten seconds on, fifty seconds off. In a loud gym, it always sounds like fifteen.
1: And like fifteen, I'm like, five zero, bitch. <laughs> five, five zero. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so Chateau Saint Michelle. Um got it in Woodenville, so and I just had some leftovers. Love so it. Like, I'm disappointed in the fact we haven't been drinking wine. In all our episodes, so it's about time. It's about time. And, and the, it's.
0: I would like to share. It's 1 p.m. on a
1: Thursday. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> no one needs to know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are working later. No. Okay, what? ready? Ready? Okay, ready for, for sure. Yep. Okay, in honor, of, in honor of, the holidays, of the coming holidays, every day this week I've been trying to be some sort of like Halloween y. <laughs> like, Monday was Monster Monday and did some monstrous shit. Tuesday was Terrifying Tuesday. Yesterday was Wicked Wednesday, even though Patty tried to name it Werewolf Wednesday. I'm a fucking
1: loser. <laughs> Come on, Patty. Okay, anyway. And then... I have this shirt. Which... <laughs> oh, I remember you got that last year. Yeah. I just took a DNA <laughs> test. Turns out I'm 100% that... Witch. witch. <laughs> and it's a crop. That's really cute. Ooh, good job, Jess. We're Who gave it to
0: you? I oh, my client Amanda before she moved to Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin? Yeah, her and her
1: husband. Cheers.
0: Oh, wrong one. Pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) Just kidding. It's not fun when they're plastic. I like it. Really? Oh, Oh, it's actually really good. That is a pleasant taste. It's very, like, it's what I needed.
1: That's a good. Just some juice. Just some juice. (laughs)
0: Because I've been drinking, because normally I drink red wine and I'm kind of so so on the white wines. Roses a fun one it depends on the rose Mm
1: -hmm.
0: oh that's like crisp i like it it's not like like super like dry yeah
1: yeah refreshing
0: it's like it reminds me of spring
1: r.i.p r.i.p spring and summer
0: (laughs) (laughs) i will i do want to say this so i did start dating somebody (gasps) And oh, it's like an official well, I mean, or like, what? like we're hanging like, out a lot. Okay. Like, okay. I'm okay, I feel a little good to talk about it mm-hmm. on here. Okay, great. I won't like throw name out, but he probably but, will know <laughs> who I'm talking about.
1: But... Don't let it go to your head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um... what's really cool is like not only do we like get along really well and like taking it day by day and just like learning new things, but he enjoys rose. Oh, and it's really cool because. He doesn't... It's cool you don't drink red wine, but, like, he brought a bottle of rosé over, it. and he enjoys, like, the bubbly kind, and he brought it over for himself, but he also brought me a bottle of red wine. So I was like... Good, job. Heart, good job. Good job. Good job. So anyways, I just had to share that because the rosé kind of made me think about him. Yeah. Um, anyways. So,
1: how are you doing? <laughs> little <laughs> check-in? <laughs> how am I? Um, mental health is, uh, you know, our topic of discussion today, but I just... I think it's just all coming at me at once. And I think that happens in my life a lot where it's just, like, um, just everything that feels wrong goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, even today, like, (laughs) the last thing I really needed (laughs) was somebody, uh, a charge on my debit card that I didn't recognize. And I was like... At least you pay attention. Motherfuckers. And And I'm just, like, I'm already financially stressed. And I'm already, you know... Existentially stressed, mm-hmm. and um, uh, all these you know, the COVID anxiety, the election anxiety, the mm-hmm. um, uh, regular anxiety like yeah. everything encompassing. And then I get a charge on my debit card that is like $70 for pizza. And I what? was like, Whoa. You're gonna spend $70 on pizza <laughs> and not share? Like, I'm like, Yeah, bro, what was it in local? <laughs> yeah, it was in Kirkland. Mm-hmm. I was like, Have not been in Kirkland lately? No. How do people get your shit? I don't know. I don't get I don't know it. how y'all do it, but congrats for just one and it was just like, I saw it this morning, you know, at like five AM before I started coaching, I was like, Yeah. <sighs>
0: one more thing.
1: <laughs> just just what else, God? What else you got? Oh, don't
0: ever say that, by the way. Don't ever say I'm that. A, I'm a big believer in don't throw it out there like that. Because we will <laughs> still come back. What and else just, you like, got? Because I've done that. So I was, I'm very much, I've walked in those shoes before, like feeling, you know, stressed about a lot of things and then being like, what now? And like being pissed off at the world like that. And then I forget, I think. It may have been my sister, maybe my, you know what? It was my grandmother. And I was talking to her about some stuff regarding, like, grief and law. And I was like, and sometimes I just yell, what now? She's like, don't ever do that. I go, why? Why not? I'm angry. I'm irritated. She's like, because it's going to come back you and hit you twice as hard. You throw it out there, it's going to come back at you. Cause mm-hmm. it's got, I mean, the energy has got to go somewhere. So mm-hmm. it's going to come right back. I was like, oh. and so I like, try not to, I I mean, I'm not perfect. Right. Right. But I'm like, Oh, okay. Try not to do that. It was, it wasn't even
1: like anger. It was just like frustration. and It was just kind of like, like what now? Wh- oh, I totally what else get you got, it. I'm not, you know? like, I'm not harping on it cause <laughs> totally. we all do
0: it. But I was like, just when I heard it, I was like, oh, I heard like
1: grandma, grandma, <laughs> <laughs> grandma no. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just a lot. And I think everyone can agree that it's just, a lot, and we're not. And I feel everyone's on their toes. Like, yeah, even working um, in customer service um, and just being in public, it's like nobody talks to each other anymore. Nobody um, is friendly anymore. Everyone's that's what you're just experiencing. Like, yeah, that's what I'm experiencing. Yeah. I'm really not experiencing the opposite. I think okay. we
0: both are experiencing two two different realms. Yeah, and it could be just on like how we're feeling in our own lives right now. I'm also. And maybe this is like not the best but i'm i'm not avoiding things that are going on i'm very aware of like the covid situation i'm very aware of like the election stuff but i'm like choosing to put my energy elsewhere Mm -hmm. i'm not allowing media or instagram or this and that like i like vote voting is so important like i'm a big believer in that but allowing myself to get intertwined with all the negativity that comes behind that and everybody has an ulterior motive when it comes to like election year like they do shit on purpose both parties every party everybody there's just there's a lot that goes into it because everyone thinks they're like you know egos are big and Mm -hmm. blah, blah blah but i've kind of like redirected myself onto a different playing field of like, okay, like there's a lot of uncontrollables here. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to control what I can do, which is like focus on like just making sure I get to work on time (laughs) or getting enough sleep or like doing my squat tober stuff. Cause tomorrow's PR day. Right. (sighs) I'm scared. I'm pumped though. I am pumped. I am in route to do like, my goal is ultimately like 220,
1: 225 or higher. Oh yeah. On
0: the, on the squat. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm not going to do it here i'm not doing it here cool i'm going over to dungeon cool yeah i talked to the owner i was like i need you to push me because like in the strong woman class that i've been doing over there once a week the ability to push like as a student not in coach form like this is here i'm i gotta be coach form you know so i don't know but i think it's every life is really interesting right now but that sucks to a pizza back to wrap it up so what do you do? Like, you have to shut your card off, get a new card yeah. kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I already got a new card and everything, which sucks is because I memorized my old <laughs> card. It was, it was really bad, actually. But, um, yeah, I already took care of it. Um, so it's it's already off the plate. But it's just, like, it's it's there's all these bigger things that I'm needing to grow through. Mm-hmm. And then the little things on top of that that are the triggers to the small things, of course. Yeah. So it's like getting a red, hitting a red light. Like, yeah. ah! You know, it's like, ah, you get angry. It's like, well, why am I so fucking angry? Like, am I yeah. late? Am I just like, you know, just, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's a lot. And you're I, going through like a, like, you, and I'm going to bring up your age
0: for a second. <laughs> but right now you're going through like a lot of like learning curves like in life because like you moved out you got a new car like you're just trying to you know get figure out what's going on like right. where's your next move what do you want to do i don't know it's real to me like going through stuff like that and i'm always going through stuff you're always going through stuff but like being like you're one like a friend co-worker like family looking at you going through this like it's gonna be really good when you come out to the other side and you look back and you're like, "Damn, I went through the gamut." And some of the stuff you're not even gonna remember you went through, mm-hmm. because I've been there. Yeah, I'm like, you're going like, this is all helping you for a higher purpose. Like, oh, yeah. life is throwing shit at you to see like, what, how is Cam gonna react? And then it's like, when you come out to the others out the other side, you're just gonna be like. That was twisted, but damn, I'm like a way right. strong, even stronger individual than you were before.
1: Just wait. And I'm not saying I'm hitting rock bottom, but no, when, you rock, when you do hit when you do hit rock bottom, the only way is up. Right. So
0: <laughs> the scary thing is like, do we want to know what rock
1: bottom is? <laughs> I know. I Should don't we wanna... find out? Should I dig myself? <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, sidebar, sidebar. The um, there's funny ass meme. It's like guys will say, "I know a place," and then take you to rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> men ain't shit damn men it. Ain't i mean shit. i mean that's the ver- reverse men. i know women that have done that shit to men too i know women do, done that to me oh like all right
0: friend right <laughs> no, that's it. why we're not friends anymore that's and why- you know what makes me mad about the whole like women like lady to lady friendship women to women whatever is like we uh, we gotta i don't know <laughs> uh, it makes me it, it, frustrate, you. it frustrates me because i'm like don't be a catty bitch just because you have insecurities like we're all in the same game trying to be secure with our bodies trying to be like secure with ourselves trying to find a man trying trying to keep like i don't i don't know just shut up (laughs) you know that's how i feel about just like don't be a catty bitch just be nice to all ladies i mean like we're all we all got periods and we all bleed once a month unless
1: you're Got stop. To figure Just out. stop. You're going all over. I know. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, jump in. Um, I think mental health is um, is a fairly new topic that is like open discussion. Like for a while I feel like felt like um, you don't talk about The dark like a taboo in your in your head yeah
0: yeah i would say in the last like five years it's become a lot more prevalent to talk about mental health and be a lot more open about it Mm -hmm. because in society especially in american culture it's very taboo to talk about like especially for men and i can't speak for men but i do recognize that for a long long time it was like don't don't boys don't cry Mm-hmm. boys don't talk or men don't talk about their feelings things like that and like or holding it in because if you if you show a sign of weakness you're not a man right when very much like if you're willing to be vulnerable and say hey I need help that very much is a very manly trait as far as like how I see it mm-hmm. but yeah you're right in the last I would say the last five years yeah um, or maybe even the last decade it's like since we hit the 2000s like mm-hmm. it's starting to be a lot more prevalent i would say even more now because of covid absolutely. that i'm realizing there's a lot of people alone out there and that it's becoming a lot more prevalent yeah. to talk about finally finally uh, finally and it's okay like we have physical issues we have mental issues like that that
1: happens they go hand in hand they absolutely do go hand in hand i 100 agree with I mean, you mean, The yeah, psyche is so cool and, oh it's so cool and when you get to learn about yourself and like why you act the way you do why for me it's why i react the way i do um and the way you think and the way you go about things it's so interesting where did that come from and you know how do you carry that into your adult life Mm -hmm. and if you want to create change if it's like maybe a bad habit or Mm -hmm. a bad reaction um how can you change that Mm -hmm. and where do you go do you have to I think people mistake when they have a bad behavior or a bad habit that they mistake. Okay, what can I do next? It's like, well, actually, where did that bad behavior start from? Mm-hmm. Where did that um, thinking, even a thought process, yeah. like where did that come from, and why do you think that way? And then go back. Like you want to actually go back into your past and your childhood mm-hmm. specifically. I think it's, I think it's astronomically insane how much your developmental years of your childhood carry into your adult life yeah well i mean i think that's beginning i just think it's crazy like you are your inner child like you are that five-year-old person or girl or guy like you are like they still live in you and so if that five-year-old girl had emotions that were never coped with or coped with improperly they're gonna carry out into Mm -hmm. your adult life and i think that's Something And I, that's for everybody. I, that's for everyone. I feel like everybody battles
0: know. some level of like, um, what's the word? Like some level of dissatisfaction regarding their childhood, mm-hmm. regardless if from the outside your childhood looked amazing. Mm-hmm. There's some level of discomfort and dissatisfaction that we all have to make peace with eventually. And I specifically know between the conversations that you and I have, you definitely struggle with that i've definitely had my struggles with it mm-hmm. and finding peace with it is gonna is going to bring you a lot of like satisfaction in the long run is making peace with it with the child it's also stuff.
1: understanding it though yeah. like some people don't know that it is from childhood or it yeah. is from like a parental figure or siblings or whatever mm-hmm. ha- what have you people don't know that it's actually from their childhood they think this is the way i am this yeah. is this is how it is and yeah, and just kind of live with it, um, and I think that's a fixed mindset uh, type people. And I think the more aware you are of it, the more it can actually burden you too. Um, which I feel like I'm experiencing is that I'm. I've started to be grateful that I am so aware of, essentially, for lack of better terms, of the fucked up things that happened in my childhood that I yeah. couldn't control. Yeah, but I'm grateful to be aware of these um, events or behaviors from other people now even you know it's what 20 years late but it's Mm -hmm. like I'm aware of it now and it's it's feeling like a very heavy burden but I'm just grateful I'm aware of it Mm -hmm. so that I can start finding those sources of where these behaviors and thoughts are coming from and then how can I let go how can I um, you know make the peace with it Mm -hmm. but also just understand it I need to I, I don't know if everyone needs to understand it, but I personally need to understand I feel like to you're, to you're on a journey it. right
0: now where you feel like you need to understand. I need to but understand But also know, like, through all this, there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-mm. There's a reason why you're you, your life has been playing out the way it has been. And again, like I said earlier, one day in a years from now, you're gonna look back and say, It all makes sense. But right, right now, you're fighting the firefight, like mm-hmm. of getting through it and having the like you're learning like mental awareness about not just your physical, because you've had that mm-hmm. under control for a long time, but now you're gaining access to the, like the mental side of the awareness, which to be honest A lot of people shy away from. So the fact that you're going into it and you're becoming more aware, you're going to learn a lot of coping skills through it. Like it's great. That's a beautiful journey that's ahead of you. It's just very can be very frustrating when you're in the midst of it and trying to find answers. Mm -hmm. And some of the answers are not going to be answered. They're unanswerable.
1: Which is like my frustrating thing. I'm like, yeah, I
0: need an answer. Yeah, and like I can I can relate. Like for instance, like there are things of my childhood that I really love to know that if I were to ask my, you know biological father or that side of the family i feel like i would not get the truth but i know that if my mom was still alive i would 100 get the truth and i would trust it yeah and it just sucks so at some point like i had to make peace with like that kind of stuff for sure so but no you're i mean everything that you're experiencing right now and no we're not going to go into like crazy detail we're just kind of talking in generalities yeah. but um like ultimately like there's a there's a higher purpose and oh it's, yeah And I, and right now, you probably don't want to hear, like, the excitement coming from my voice for you, but it's the journey. Like, I know what it's like to go down the the rough path of, like being like mentally unstable. like I, at one point, was diagnosed with borderline severe depression and anxiety post-bikini show. And a lot of that was brought up by post-show blues. One, I had trained nine months really freaking hard for a goal that left me depleted, dehydrated, exhausted, and like, what was I doing? And also, I had not allowed myself to process the death of my mom. So, one, I was experiencing a level of post-traumatic stress disorder because I was... I had witnessed a very traumatic event happen and let alone like I was having a hard time processing her death. But it led to that diagnosis, which I ultimately started therapy. I was on antidepressants for a brief amount of time um, because I my background, like I, I believe, like ultimately I needed a way to get out of the funk so that I could start healing and like utilizing meds for a brief moment yep. for I maybe about like eight, nine months. Sure um, was a way for me to get out of the fog. I don't believe in meds long term. worst. I hate the fog. It's yeah. Like the fog you. is the worst. And I'll explain to you like my version of fog mm-hmm. and I would love to hear your version of fog because I bet you it's like totally different or mm-hmm. it might be the same. Okay. Um, but I was able to like work th- with a therapist every other week. I still talk to her very frequently. Um, and like been able, was able to get out of the, get out of the darkness because they're. and I'll be totally trans, totally transparent of how important it is to like reach out and ask for help or like seek help is that at one point I didn't want to live anymore and that sounds yes it's very dark I remember like literally and this is where I'm going to talk about my fog is I literally felt like I was surrounded by fog and I could feel and know that people were there to be supportive if I would ask but I felt so alone that I couldn't Because I would be ridiculed or judged or this that. And then finally, you know, there was a light at the end of that tunnel, which ended up being my physician. And he was like, hey, let's – you're coming in here crying all the time about, like, things that you probably shouldn't be crying about, like – I can't even remember. But let's do a mental health test. And that was, like, the first stepping stone, like – But like, no, it's okay to ask for help. And not once did I feel like I wanted to take my own life. I was just so incredibly sad for the loss of my mom Mm -hmm. that I didn't want to live anymore. And it sounds very selfish, but I just want to be with her again. Mm -hmm. Like I was like so stricken with grief and sadness that I was like, you know what, if I die, I'll be happy because I'll be with my mom again, right? But I mean, like, ultimately, like, there's a level of selfishness there where it's like, well, what about, like, my, si- my siblings and my dad and my friends and everybody who ultimately cares about me? And, like, when you're in the thick of it, you just kind of lose it. So if you're relating to that, like, it's okay to ask for help. Also, if you're someone who knows somebody who's kind of, like, pushed away, like, reach out. Check yeah. in on them. And I had people check in on me, but I was really, I'm really good about putting on a face yeah. naturally. That's Gemini's. mm naturally I can just cover it up like everything's peachy and like full sprinkles yeah but when
1: things are um, that's thanks for sharing that yeah Um, when things are I think so heavy for me Mm -hmm. I can't anymore I can't hold that brave face Um, yeah it becomes it becomes too much for me to carry Mm -hmm. and I've realized that uh, recently too it's just it's too much and it's not that I'm it's not that I'm scared of asking for help, and it's not that I'm scared of therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like other people feeling... Or I don't think they would. I, yeah. I'm trying to premise this right. Yeah, I don't like feeling like I'm being a burden to someone else, even yeah. if they don't feel like they're being, a, being burdened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think asking for help is okay, but I think a lot of people... Are scared to ask for help, or they just, Been or there. they don't know how. Yeah, and or where to look for the right help. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to hear about like your first times with um, therapy, and like when did you start going to therapy, and how yeah. how did that benefit you, and what would you suggest to other people? So
0: I'm really glad you asked that because I'll tell you right now, the first six months was a joke on me, not on her. <laughs> so therapist yeah so i did you
1: stay with this one yeah she
0: like i actually what's crazy before i got the diagnosis which i wouldn't say i was i'm diagnosed that anymore depression was something i i dealt with anxiety is something i'll always deal with on some level Yeah, but it it was it's not who i am it was a part of a, a a chapter of mine. So there's definitely moments of like depressive episodes as far as like seasonal depression sure. or like just feeling low, but I wouldn't say I'm like in a depression, I'm depressed. I'm in a depression anymore. So I've like kind of grown out of, I don't know. It, it's not a lot of people. I feel like use I'm like, Oh, I am depression. No, you're not like, it is something that you're dealing with, but that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. Like I it's am anxiety. Mm-hmm. No, you're not anxiety. That's just something you're dealing with, but there are coping skills. So, I I actually had been looking for a therapist for a long time. And there was this one specific one that I kept on being led back to. She was in network. Great. So when I, my doctor was like, you're past the point of therapy and without meds. So let's just try the meds and then find the therapist and let's start going. So I found her. I sat down with her, and we just clicked instantly, and I was like, oh, I knew you were supposed to be in my life. She also dealt with body dysmorphia and eating disorders and things like that. So because of her background and where I had just come from from being in a show, I knew that I'd probably be a really good fit. And she um, came from like a, like a faith-based practice, mm-hmm. which for me is important to have, mm-hmm. um, just in case I felt like I wanted to go down that route. And you started this three years ago? Um, two thousand Yeah, three years ago okay September. i would say september of
1: 2017 so three years ago okay that's your first time you went to therapy yeah okay yeah
0: um but i would say it wasn't until january uh january of 2018 where i sat down with her and i was like i've been bullshitting you the last six months she's like what and i was like i'm really good at putting on a face but i need you to push me i was like she's like well granted like we've been getting to know each other and it takes time, cause like the way I go about therapy is like a verbal processing. I'm a communicator. I want to get it all out, and then through communicating, I kind of like have these epiphanies with her as she asks questions, um, and we just have like a friendship conversation. Like yeah. I know she's not my friend, but it's like you create that relationship. And she's like, it's very normal for you to kind of like BS for the ne- for the first couple months. But I was like, but I need I go, but I need you to help me break through some things. Um, and it's great that you know that about yourself. Like some, Well, now I do, though. Right, Before, right. I really didn't understand. Like, mm-hmm. I knew some stuff about... I was very aware of myself, but I'm not as aware as I am now. Mm-hmm. And because you I'm looking you know. back, mm-hmm. right? Everything in retrospect. But I did tell her, like, I need you to push me. I need you to ask me uncomfortable questions that make me cry, that make me sob, that make me just, like, just allow myself to the grieve to and, like, to feel mm-hmm. it because... After my mom died, I, like, went... I What I thought was, like, proper grieving was a total avoidance. Like, is my sister good? Are my brothers good? Are my stepdad good? Is everyone good? Does the American Cancer Society have enough money so that no parent will ever die again? Like, that was my directive. And I did... I've done lots of stuff for American Cancer Society. 15-plus years. I was like, no parent's ever gonna die again. <laughs> like, getting psychotic about it. But this one session literally broke down so many walls that since then i've been able to like be very open with her and like realize like when i'm bsing when i'm not call myself out on it have her push me and so really it was like working with her to recognize like my patterns so Mm -hmm. i mean it's been really really helpful During COVID, I stopped talking to her. And then in June, I was like, I need you. I need you back. (laughs) I was like, oh, I can do it by myself. I'm fine. But I just needed like a check-in. I didn't need like a. Right. And sometimes it's not. It's a very unbiased situation because she doesn't truly know. So that's the cool thing about going to therapy is, to be honest, my approach was like raw honesty. Complete raw honesty. As it should be.
1: Yeah. Because it's like, why not? Why Not. Why not? Why not?
0: So that's kind of where I hope that answers the question.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think your experience with therapy is a lot different than mine. Um, I, I'll i tell you this story. I think I already told you this story. <laughs> but I'll tell you this story. I, um, I've, I've just been stressed. Mm-hmm. I think so many different things uh, in every aspect of your life. Um, my life is just all happening at once. Like I said, just family drama, um, a death in the family, um, mm-hmm. financial stress, career uh, uncertainty. Yeah. Um, personal growth has like halted. Like I don't know where I should be doing, and my habits have kind of fell off. So just just a lot of things at once, and they're not small things; they're big things. And so um, I. I had an appointment with my naturopath who is kind of my primary care at this point. Um, and I was talking to her. I was like, yo, I've been not, yo, I didn't fucking say that. <laughs> I did not say that to my nat Yo, what's up? Um, <clears throat> no, I was talking to her, just giving her updates about my skin and all this. Um, and I told her, I was like, Hey, I'm like, I'm, I'm like six days uh I'm like a week late for my mm-hmm. period. And I don't know if I need to be like super concerned about that. Um I've I've been super stressed and I don't know how much stress can really cause that period to be that late mm-hmm. when I'm on meds. Um, from my naturopath that are supposed to regulate it Mm -hmm. and it was really close the previous month and then it was like nowhere to be found the next month so I was like nervous about that I'm like Mm -hmm. these pills should be working Um, they were working last month and I don't know how much stress caused that and she asked like well what what's going on like what are you stressed about and I don't like doctors I don't like doctors I don't like dentists I don't like um, having hard conversations with bosses I don't like like confrontation stuff is kind of weird for me and vulnerability with um people of authority to me is Mm -hmm. hard for me yeah um and i'll tell you why in a second and so i don't like so it just kind of opened this gate of being vulnerable with her over uh, a virtual call and i just like started talking a little bit about some family stuff like with my mom and just some drama that happened and I wouldn't even say drama, but just, like, family issues that are happening. And I just started crying. I just, like, like sobbing, like, hysterically crying. Like, I couldn't control it. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily, like, the situation with my mom that was making me cry. It was the uncomfortability of speaking to my doctor about mm. it yeah. that was making me cry. It was just this, like, fight or flight going mm-hmm. off. And, like, right now I'm, like, getting a little weird. Yeah. Like just, like, That's talking okay. about it. Yeah. Like, trying to re- uh, remember it. And it's this fight or flight going off. And because I can't fly, I have to sit there and talk about it to essentially a stranger. And she had asked, like, have you ever gone to therapy? And I was like, you know, not really. Uh, Once or twice, and through tears, by the way, (laughs) like once or twice, like in my childhood, maybe once or twice in college trying to, you know, get, I was trying to get, like, an emotional support letter yeah. for my dog. <laughs> so I had, like, a motive for that. But rather than going to help me, every time I would go to therapy, um, which literally maybe three times in my whole life, um, I would just cry. Like, I just didn't know how to not cry. Mm-hmm. And I would just be so uncomfortable talking to this person with a fucking clipboard that oh why do they have a clipboard i don't know like it's my college ther- the it was like a, oh, okay, she okay. was like fresh out of college i was like who the fuck are you yeah a fucking clipboard i'm pretty like, sure oh, my okay. therapist is younger than i
0: no clipboards involved
1: <laughs> <laughs> she just sits there and listens good and that's what they should do yeah and, no um, couch no analyzing bullshit and so she, i told her i was like you know i every time i talk to someone this happens where I'm just like hysterically, like emotionally crying, trying to stop myself cr- from crying, but I can't. So it's just like this back and forth of crying. And she was like, "And I don't want to tear up for this because it really hit my soul." She said. So it's sa- it, just from the words you've been telling me, and I don't know much, but it sounds like somewhere in your childhood, your parents or, um, um. Uh, guardians, anyone who was, um, supposed to take care of you made your environment feel unsafe to be vulnerable. And I was like, oh my, uh, oh my God. And then I was like, and then I sobbed more and I was like, you got it on the nose. i was like, well, that was on the nose. <laughs> Shit! And I just like sobbed in her fucking video camera. And I was like, Oh my God. And literally the other day I started looking, um, what's great about, um, The company I work for, they offer um, really great services for uh, uh, therapy, and they say um, if you're full time, you can you get twenty five sessions a year with Mm -hmm. a proper counselor, and if you're part time, you get six, and just like nothing, just great like and great resources for this. So as I was researching just a little bit, and just like taking that step of like I need help like was starting to make me emotional again and I was like and I know that this vulnerability of or this uncomfortability of being vulnerable and how emotional I get knowing that I'm I react this way I know that I need it like I know that's something I don't want to feel I don't want to feel uncomfortable being being vulnerable with anyone especially Mm -hmm. of people of authority um So that's just another more reason for me to go and invest into this. But it's just, it's scary for me. It's not an ego thing of like, I don't need help. I can fix my problems. It's a like, I don't know how to like (laughs) be vulnerable with a stranger who, why why would they care about my life? You know, why would they... Yeah. Like, they haven't felt my pain. You know, they yeah. haven't walked anything in my like, shoes. You don't know what they've walked. And I don't know th- yeah. them either, right? Yeah. But I'm not there to serve them. What's They're nice there to them, serve like, me. I'm
0: open book with, like, everybody. <laughs> to a fault. For, for <laughs> To
1: a fault. Oops. Drink to that.
0: <laughs> I think I can, I can be open... But, but it's I, also on your terms, and that's okay. It is on my terms. That's okay, though. I think it's the burdening You don't have to thing. be, like, the crazy me and then be like, hey, well, in orientation, here's my life. <laughs> I've actually done a really good
1: job about, that, about buttoning that shit up, though. Good. Buttoning. Buttoning that shit up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think... It, not everyone needs to know about everything no. going on in my life. Like, I pick and choose. Like, I know who can carry... The emotion for me. Yeah. And not that I'm asking anyone else to ever carry my weight or fix Mm -hmm. my problems or anything like that, I know who can hold the space for me when mm-hmm. I need to either vent. That's a, that's a good point. The space. It's just space. It's yep. just having the empathy of like, I see you're going through a hard time and I just want to know that I am there to support you Yeah. in however you want to handle it. And I think that's so important when you have friends, family, whoever going through hard times. You're not there to give them advice mm-hmm. unless they ask. Um, you are not there... Um, to fix their problems or anything right you are there to hold space and be a safe place for them in however like long it takes them to get through it Mm -hmm. um and there to process with them, there to just listen to them. Yeah, and ask. Like, and
0: hey, what do you need me to be for you?
1: Ask. Don't ask. If you know someone is not doing well, don't ask how are you when you know they're but not a really doing quick, well.
0: R- really great, how, great question would be like, how are you doing today? How are you doing really? Or how can I support you right yeah. now? Yeah. What, what can or like, I do? like, what do you need from me? Right. And some people are like, I don't know. but like, okay, cool. I'm just going to do my
1: thing. All right. Tell me if it's too much. Perfect. Right. Have the communication. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... it it takes some practice to just hold that empathy for people. Yeah. And so I do have people in my life where I, I know like I trust them and, um, I will kind of unload sometimes on them or I'll ask like, can I just like unload real quick? Like, can I just, you know, and I think that's important too. If you know that you want to unload on someone, you should premise them as well. You should be like, Hey, like I have a lot on my mind. Can I talk to you? Yeah. (laughs) Um, and i think that's it's really good and it's really really good to have a strong support system um, yeah, i want to know what to do. in different areas of your life yeah
0: cuz i know i have like a really good strong support system your here siblings. At the gym oh your my siblings. sisters yep. brothers i love you too but the sisters holding it's it down it's a different
1: it's a different um
0: myself is yeah. a really good
1: support system how do you <laughs> like when you're going through tough times what is like your best Process like how do you process it? What's your go-to about stuff.
0: Believe it or not, I'm pretty quiet about stuff initially, and then as needed, I like branch out because I don't necessarily. It's not that I don't trust. So it's this is like a yin and yang for me because like yes, I'm willing to be vulnerable, but sometimes like I don't care to talk about my issues. Yeah. At this because I want to try to figure it out myself. Yeah. And I don't necessarily like. Yeah. her and the Gemini's we we are are Gemini's come on Um, but like sometimes I just want to try to figure out myself or again I feel like I'm going to be a burden or I'm just like they won't figure it out they won't get it or I'm not it's not that I don't trust my loved ones or people that care about me it's like I don't I guess I can say I don't trust it it sometimes situationally like to talk about certain things so I just kind of keep it to myself at times and then when it starts bottling up then i'll let it go but i'm trying really hard not to do that anymore
1: are you trying to like uh get there earlier before yeah i'm trying to
0: trying to be more so what so let's talk about 2020 real quick 2020 the year of 2020 covid pandemic everything a lot of people are saying oh this is like the worst year ever blah 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 like so full of like and you might agree with, agree with what i'm saying right now but i don't agree with that for myself so 2020 has brought in a lot of crazy shit to the surface uncontrollable yeah but it's all for me personally it has been a very insightful year about becoming more aware of myself more than ever and being able to pick up on things before it gets to a breaking point so i would say now As we're going into November, which is crazy. Oh, my God. (laughs) January to November has been a huge growth point for me to become more um, attuned with myself so that I can communicate better with my loved ones. Um, Being more secure and creating boundaries with, like, the people that I date so that I'm not being bullshitted because I cannot stand that. Um, being willing to, like, cut ties when necessary. So I would say 2020 has been a year of growth for me psychologically and, like, empowering and confidence-wise. So just kind of, like, I don't know. Where for others, like, they could, they I guarantee people feel the exact opposite. Like, Like, shit's falling apart and this and that. Well, maybe it's time for you to wake up and look in. Because when right. we got shut down, guess what happened? I looked in. I got rid of shit. Like, I stopped talking to someone on purpose because I knew that I needed to take time for myself. Yep. And that was a really good idea. So,
1: it's paying off. 2020, in retrospect, it's, like, a lot of great, great things have come from this year. And I know that. And I'm grateful for them. But. (laughs) Not but. And a lot of shit is still happening. Oh, yeah. It's gonna. That I just don't want to be ignorant anymore. And I think i'm carrying my own weight my own problems but then it's like man i was ignorant for a long time with politics really long time Mm -hmm. and still i'm fighting to not be ignorant because there's so much information out there and you're like what's real what's not it's a lot who's phony who's fake (laughs) that's the type of people i hate (laughs) if you're real and you know it
0: (laughs) remember remember that episode where we sang that
1: no, we this one?
0: It. This no, episode. No, we sang it on an episode. <laughs> oh, shit. If you're real, then you know what? Clap your hands. If you're real. Because you we, know, know, clap up, your we came up from doing a workout with Luca one Saturday <laughs> <laughs> during COVID lockdown. We're
1: like, oh, oh And we're oh, like, yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. We're on a workout on a high. <laughs> high. Oh, we're on a workout high. I was like, we're going to work out high. No, like, no, no, no. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I do want to say, I think. I think our bodies carry, I know our bodies carry energy from our childhood. Everything that like we've done in the past or that has happened, divorces, death, what have you, it carries out into our adult life. Um, but I wanted to say that nobody knows what you have felt pain or your triumphs. Nobody has felt what you felt. Um, I'm really careful about when I am supporting a friend or whoever that I don't say I know how you feel hmm. um, because even if the situation is the exact same, mm-hmm. you can't actually feel what they're feeling. Yeah, and I think that's really so it's word choice. It is word choice. Yeah, and I think it's important. I think it's really important because when someone. I understand when people say it to me, like I know their intention, but I also, I also know it's like it's something to me. I'm like, you have no idea how I feel. Yeah. You know, it's like. But if someone's
0: going out of their way to be I'm, empathetic, I'm trying try to, to, to be, be of empathetic. Of course. There's like I don't get angry at that. Yeah, you have to be like I feel like people need to understand they're sympathetic and empathetic. Sympathetic is being like sad for the situation, like but you have no understanding empathizing or being empathetic is understand like going through being able to connect with that person mm-hmm. with that experience absolutely so there's like two different ways
1: of going about it yeah, yeah. and like i said i know the intention behind the i know how you mm-hmm. feel um i think it's important for people who are trying to support other people um to know that you don't know how they feel yeah also um, don't make you, it about you right and don't make it about you yeah. and and that statement could um, turn someone off of like, mm-hmm. no, you don't know how I feel. And so I think it's important just to be aware of the people around you um, and understanding what they need and understanding them. That's mm-hmm. all personally I need. I need someone to understand me. That's yeah. that's all. I don't yeah. need you to fix my problems. I'm a strong girl and yeah. I'm, a, I'm a badass bitch. <laughs> I know all these things and... I can get through a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been through a lot. I don't need you to fix anything. I just need you to understand that yeah. it's it's hard. Yeah. And I need you to now, just give me that grace. Now, how
0: do you work with someone who cares about you and wants to try to understand you, but you're... That you but i'm stubborn yeah
1: <laughs> you know what i mean like like i won't let them in or yeah
0: like or you just are like well you can't understand me but they're like actively trying to like how do you catch yourself in a thing like that have you can you are you there yet you know what i mean i think it's having a third party yeah uh, person to help uh objectify it yeah but what if it? you don't have a third party Like, what if it's a significant other that's like, hey, I'm really trying to be there for you, but you keep on shitting
1: on me when I'm trying to understand you. It's listening to that and not letting my ego get in the way. Mm -hmm. But that's really hard. I can, you know, easier said than done. It's like, well, you're not doing this. And it's like, you can't blame the other person for not knowing how to support you when you haven't communicated how you need to be supported. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, especially in the first, like, hump of a relationship, um, maybe that was the wrong word but like in the first like like fight or the first disagreement or whatever um, I think it's super important that a lot of communication comes out then because mm-hmm. that's what's going to set you for the next one Yeah, because there's going to be disagreements and there's going to be fights and there's going to be someone who's sad and someone who's um, not sad you know and I think in a relationship it's like when someone is down or when someone's withdrawing the other one needs to lean in. The mm-hmm. other one needs to reciprocate, or not reciprocate, excuse me, but um, do the opposite, yeah. right? And it's just push and pull. It's like when one pulls out, then I um, lean in. <laughs> fuck, I'm using the wrong <laughs> words, man. All right, y'all you know said, what I mean. When someone pulls out, I just can't help but think about sex. <laughs> <laughs> when someone withdraws, yeah, the other leans in and supports, and it's just push and pull. If one withdraws and the other withdraws, well, what the fuck? What what is that? Then nothing. <laughs> then one feels unloved. One feels like yeah it's also good for you to understand your love languages too it's very good
0: i know mine is quality time and And words of affirmation affirmation. and i think i like i think i like giving gifts is that one Mm. getting or giving giving um i enjoy you can receive and give in different ways because i enjoy like when i because like for me i take my time like with cards Writing what I write in the card.
1: Those are words of affirmation too, just oh, so you know. really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some notes are words. Yeah, but mm-hmm.
0: I also have to be careful of like that I'm not pushing my love languages on the other person mm-hmm. without understanding their love language. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I find that sometimes I can easily push my love language on everybody. And that's normal. That's normal. It's the way you want it is it. But I'll tell you, you right you now, it. if we're hanging out and then you're like obsessing over some, sh- if we're hanging out, like you come over to hang out and then you're, like, on your phone a lot. That's very frustrating. And or fall asleep. Or fall asleep. <laughs> or take an Advil oh at the table. Oh, my God. I forgot about that part. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know. I just think that there's... 14? There's I'm a level sure. of, like, mental awareness you need to be, like... If you're going to go spend time with somebody, like... Either communicate, like, hey, I'm, I got to, like, send some messages. Or, like, hey, like, not
1: just... I don't know. Be thoughtful, and for I think,
0: someone who has quality time as their love language, like don't be.
1: Yeah. Oh, doing it. Yeah, and that's it's important yeah. for you to communicate because yeah. you know that about yourself.
0: At least trying to. Sometimes it's easier said than done. Right. Or I'll make like comments of like, "Hey, like you're on your phone again." Right. And then it's kind of like, well, I don't know. Or hey, you fell asleep <laughs> taking an after all the table. Oh my god.
1: If you take an Adderall at the table, you shouldn't be falling asleep. Anyways, <laughs> with with starting a new relationship, oh, you don't have to be perfect to start a relationship. Thank you. Okay, there okay, okay. we go. Okay. God. So with going through all this stuff, and um, we're talking about relationships too, it's like a lot of people feel, or maybe I don't want to speak for everyone. You might feel like you can't start a relationship because you're going through all this stuff, or. Yeah.
0: For me, it's, like, being financially independent. Like, I sure. want to be super financially independent,
1: but... You can have non-negotiables. I yeah. think non-negotiables are great. I think, for me, I was thinking, I was like, God, no one's going to want to date me. Like, I am I have too much shit right now. I have too much baggage. And, like, I'm feeling like no one can love this. Like, I'm too much. Yeah, Things are too much. It's not I'm too much. It's that mm-hmm. I can't carry all this, right? Yeah. And, then, again, not asking someone else to carry it, but... I think that's a lie that we tell ourselves. You don't need to be perfect or have all of your shit uh, together in order to start something great. It's funny. Great, that you say whether that. it's a job or a relationship. It's funny that you say that because
0: you're not the first person to say that and me feel like, yeah, I do. Because, <laughs> yes, in I the, do. I need in to the be perfect. Last year, since my separation from my ex husband and our quote unquote divorce, um, I've been like in this, like, like journey of like fulfilling things <laughs> making sure that there are my ducks are in a row before I feel like I can get into a relationship again yeah but you're right it doesn't have to be perfect and who says that? like my sister said it you don't have to be perfect at everything to be partners with somebody but and continue to work on those goals as long as you communicate it but that's hard for me yeah. I'm going to tell you right now that's hard because mm-hmm. I'm stubborn and like I semi have a chip on my shoulder
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I'm like okay well if we're going to do this let's be respectful of our space and our time and have a good time take it one day at a time yeah. there's a lot of times in that time 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 time, time,
1: time, time. I, I think it's a lie that we tell ourselves it's yeah. a story a narrative that we make up that oh we're unlovable when we're working on ourselves I'm also like
0: scared to be vulnerable again with that stuff that's what it comes down to. So, it's I'm, because so you I'm wanna, making an you excuse. You wanna trust
1: someone. You are making an excuse <laughs> and it's your ego getting in the way. <laughs> and it's um you know, it's it's scary. It's scary because you don't want someone to see those dark corners so early yeah. in a relationship. I think my I'm scared of being burned. But you wanna be understood too. Like I'm scared
0: I wanna love again so badly, but at the same time I'm like, you're gonna have to earn that shit. And I'm gonna just like I'm gonna have to earn your love. Like it's gonna be, I, so it comes from a respect yeah. thing. It's just kind of scary. I think and that, now that like I found someone that I really am enjoying a lot, and every day is bringing something new and exciting and like twists and turns. I'm like, man, like I'm open to it, but it's also like very scary. And then there's a level of like, well, is it mutual? I'm like, well, yeah, it's mutual. Like otherwise, I probably wouldn't be talking to you because
1: you set boundaries. Like right. I don't know. It's like it's a lot. Yeah. And like starting to. Know- like, let's go back to the regular anxiety, mm-hmm. COVID anxiety, election anxiety, financial stress, existential dread. Like, all of these things. Existential dread. Dread. And then and then now you want to start a new relationship? Oh, fuck. Like... Okay, world. Like, bring it on, you know? How are we
0: not living in a simulation? Right. <laughs> Exit game. Exit game. You know what? If we are... Stop! (laughs) Did you know it's about 40%? Like scientists, I'm gonna go off a tangent here. Whoop! Sidebar. Sidebar. So scientists have said it's about 40% chance. A 40% chance. And I'm doing the the finger index finger to the thumb and the three fingers up. So I'm being very serious. 40% 40% chance that we could possibly live, be living in a simulation and that is scary what yes
1: that's huge That is huge. who's controlling it we don't know am I so, controlling so it have you ever heard of the movie surrogates no I know what that have is have you ever played
0: sims yeah so, mother load <laughs> yes
1: that's
0: yes. yes. all I did all you need is mother load how come cheat code mother load damn it <laughs> give me all the money
1: if you don't know about motherload, then we can't talk. Yeah. You're too yeah. young. Get off this podcast. This is this is 18 and older. <laughs> motherload, <laughs> And it's L-O-D-E. It's not L-O-A-D. <laughs> yeah!
0: <laughs> so much money. I love building the houses and then just, that's oh, yeah. it. Huh? Just motherload and build me a house. <laughs> that's all I did. I didn't do anything else. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, 40% chance.
1: Sidebar undone. Okay. Undo sidebar. <laughs> it's exa- it's it's exhausting talking about mental health. Like it's yeah. like, without like, even going into details. I know we didn't like, really go
0: down like a science path, or no. we went down very much a personal
1: path right. for each other.
0: Um, just how to support people. Yeah, and but yourself. yourself. Yeah, but don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Do research. Watch documents. And if you are, yourself. and
1: if you are afraid, like mm-hmm. me, I'm afraid to go to therapy. Why? Why am I afraid? Yeah. What's going to happen? And you know, ask, ask and when questions. you
0: answer that question, Cam, one day when you decide to answer a question, ask yourself why to the answer. Why, 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 why? Yeah. And really start digging to the, like, it's probably mo- like some of the most exciting thing times. that doesn't make sense. Blip. It's, it's an exciting, it sucks, but it's exciting when you start asking those questions and finding your deeper why, like, why are you nervous to go to therapy? where well, you say you don't want to be vulnerable well mm-hmm. why is being vulnerable like why does that scare you mm-hmm. or like you just start asking the why mm-hmm. behind the why and then all of a sudden you get to a point where there are no more whys and you found the root of it and you're like
1: damn and I think that's what people struggle with is they don't yeah. know where it comes from or yeah. they, they don't even know that there's a place that it does come from it's yes. just like no this is where I am and I'm like yeah. there's so much yeah. deeper meaning yeah. to everything Yeah, but
0: it's really cool right now is that we live in a day and age where we are talking about mental health and it's not so much a taboo Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be as judge i'm going to say judge as hard as you would have in previous generations right like something's wrong with you nothing's wrong with you nothing is wrong with you back in the 19th century which for those of you that need to know that's the 1800s okay or even the early 20th century the early 1900s I'm just going to, I'm not trying to be a Mm dickbag, but a lot of times you'll say like the 21st century and I'm like, what? Um, Like (laughs) women would be put in these insane, these insane asylums for just like the silliest reasons, like insomnia or hysteria, which they treated it by like jerking the woman off. It's just like some weird ass shit. So like, no, like you're living in a time where you can openly talk about your feelings, depression, anxiety, things like that, and you're not gonna get thrown in a hospital. You're okay. Right. There's are there there are ways to get help. Right. And if you're not sure, Doctor Google is an option, but don't get too in the thick of Doctor Google because there's some really like well, things doesn't cure out there. It, right. Yeah. I've But taking action is going to be the first step. Yeah. And recognizing. The first step really is recognizing that Mm something is going on. The next step is taking action and the willingness to be open and be like, hey, like, can you help? And also, like, Cam and I are here. Like, we're here. I'm here as a tool. Cam's here as a tool. We have Instagram. We have email. I love, like, being able to hold space for people. Like, people reach out. Like, when we talk about living a purposeful life and you know, maybe this is a future episode. Like I truly feel like my purpose in life, if you were to ask me in one word, it's to heal. And what that looks like is me being a coach and it found me. And that could be a whole nother episode. Mm -hmm. So don't hesitate to reach out and ask questions. Like we're here. Yeah. So don't like, if you're feeling alone and you're listening to this and you're like, wow, like they're talking about stuff I resonate with. Ask. It's okay.
1: There's no, like the things you're going through individually and all of those things, everything you've experienced, mm-hmm. your neighbor, your stranger, the stranger on the street, your friends, they've all been through their own stuff, mm-hmm. right? You have to recognize it's not the same, yeah. but it might be the same amount. yeah. It might feel the same heavy weight yeah. or heaviness on their shoulders. It's not the same things, but you're not alone. Like, your trials and triumphs, like, they're individual, mm-hmm. but so are seven Billion, billion, yeah, yeah, We're near eight billion people in the world. Like they all have their own stuffs too. So, don't feel like your problems are only your problems. Like
0: seven billion people in the world, we all have our own individual bullshit.
1: Right? (laughs) Like nobody else, nobody else. And I think okay, actually, this is probably. Um, conflicting with my statement nobody else knows what it has been like to walk your 32 years Mm -hmm. of life 32 and my excuse sorry i mean 28 (laughs) no um or my 25 years of life like nobody knows what it feels like what it looked like anything and so that's what's been hard for me to like to open up and trust and it's not like you're not good enough for me it's just that like you're not gonna you're never gonna understand yeah. and I think it's that may be ego too yeah. so anyways just know that everyone has their own problems and it's it's okay to ask for help or to start seeking it out mm-hmm. um, and so, to benefit yourself yeah, I do it's better for sur- you
0: surround yourself and we're, we're giving a lot of advice we're just get a pen and paper out you should have got one out at the beginning of the episode but also like surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals so like for me surrounding myself with a great community Example The gym. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I work here. I work at a gym. Right. But the people around me that I allow mm-hmm. into my life on the closer aspect are mm-hmm. very positive in that manner. In, so it's like gym, the gym for me is a form of, like, a very positive surroundings. I don't know. So just, like, making sure that, the, like, you're looking at your life and be like, are the people in my life right now? Like help me, like supportive and are they helping me get to where I want to go yeah. and if not make the changes it's okay and it's gonna suck for a little bit when you kick them out of your life but I'll tell you right now in a year from now you're not gonna give a fuck because you're gonna mm-hmm. be on a higher level <laughs> cheers to
1: that boom oh, with a need, dab I need to stop doing that why That's like my age is showing. Who cares? Rock it. (laughs) And uh, with that, guys. You can find us on Instagram (laughs) at weightswinewisdom and email us at weightswinewisdom at gmail.com. We really appreciate you guys listening today, and we hope you found some value and um, just helpfulness in your next steps of the rest of this year. Yeah, and just enjoying the
0: conversation. Yeah. Because that's what we're doing. (laughs) Cheers.
1: Cheers. Classic ass cut. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs>